1: Hello, my comic book jerk viewers! How are you doing today? I'm over here with Justin Gad, the Cosplay Kid. We're actually going by your what real up? name now. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it's got Justin the Cosplay Kid Gadd. It's, if I ever become a professional wrestler, that'll definitely be my name.
1: So this week we are talking about the Judas contract. We're going to check in with our show swaps to see how they went, Justin. But... It's that time again, ain't it, Justin? So I'm going to kick it to you. What time is it?
0: Time to kick that music.
1: It's actually that time for you to test the. Uh, the
0: following broadcast should follow the provisions of 106.106A, the fair use of copyrighted work, including those used by reproduction copies or phonographs by any other means specified by the latest section. purposes such as criticism, comments, news reporting, teaching, including multiple copies for classroom use, scholarships, or research. Ah, Don't
1: adjust your so keyboard. Close. You're about to watch the comic book jerk show. From the and dudes who were trolling the fans, the the of glory mastermind masterminds concocting a plan. Before he had an emporium of endorian ales, so and he was complaining about those movie star and Christian Bain. Animes, manga, mastermind and turn again To reboot his new show with all his geeky friends it's Like the difference of hookies and triples and kibbles and bits The story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter Or maybe it's worse, He might even curse the jerk For reminding you that everything's worse In the back of your mind he says what you never could And you never should, and you never would, but he could So listen up troll, and let's go It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show so we had an interesting uh, challenge last week. What, what was the challenge last week, Justin? Uh,
0: show swapping.
1: And how do we do a show swap? So so here, I'll go ahead and break it down for you. A show swap is where we essentially, we uh, he gives me a challenge and I give him a challenge. It's generally, we challenge each other to watch a show that we wouldn't normally watch. And I definitely urge you to do this because sometimes you can find those, those magical moments in shows that you never thought was even possible. And it generally doesn't have to be the whole entire series. It could just be an episode here or there, or something that could be a redeeming quality of those trailers or, or those videos that we have to watch. So, essentially, it's, it's a challenge to each other. So, last week I challenged uh, Justin to watch Justice League Action because it's definitely one of the best cartoons on Cartoon Network. Right. As, as of right now, anyways. But then, he challenged me to watch Timeless. So what makes you like Tom
0: was so much? Uh, I like history, and I like you know the whole alternate Earths and alternate timelines kind of thing. Um, so that's why I really liked it. You know, it's kind of like a uh, a cop show, but set in a different time period. And I just love little things where they get actors to be Harry Houdini or, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln and things like that.
1: It. I mean, uh, it's okay. For me like I only gave it one episode and I swear watching that one episode to me was like uh I, I don't know I don't know it's it's just odd but yeah you know what I, I forgot I forgot about this dude let me see here
0: title card title cards
1: that's right I forgot the title cards what was I thinking? Show swap!
0: <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get this this uh, set up and in sync.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah get, um we'll get there eventually.
0: You know, it's one of those shows that I think that once you get past the first episode and it always ends on a cliffhanger. There's a lot more complexity to it. You know, it gets into this whole government conspiracy, Illuminati level kind of stuff. So.
1: I mean, for me, uh, I only gave it that one episode. So, I uh, don't know what to say about it. Okay, so so what I thought about it when I was first watching it, for a moment there I was thinking, I think I know why Justin likes, likes this show. Because right in the first episode, you've got the Hindenburg basically going down, right? And mm-hmm. the only thing that I could think about was, oh, my God, it's Battlefield 1, the TV series. <laughs> and I was thinking, this this could be cool. But what left me really concerned about it is not more than 10 minutes into the show, and you've already pretty much gave them an explanation that, hey, you're going to be a time traveler. Hey, they jumped into the sh- machine and they've left. So there, there didn't really feel like there was a whole lot of science involved in, in with the show. It didn't cover the, the basics of, of time travel or it didn't, cover the physics of it or anything. Like, it just basically... Basically, the only thing that that they said in that first episode was, um, was, oh, you don't want to time jump five minutes ago because we sent a pilot in and he didn't come back in one piece. And I was like, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe you can justify it by by further episodes. Well, you think,
0: I I think that we need to set up a new rule with Show Swap that we need to give it at least three episodes. Because I think Timeless is one of those shows that... You're a little hesitant at first, you don't know how to feel about it, but after a few episodes, the chemistry really starts to build, explanations start to build, Um, what's going on, why are they chasing after this dude, why is this dude on his mission to ruin the timeline, so there's a lot of things that... I think that um, we should make it a rule that we need to at least watch three episodes. Because I don't See, think you can ever truly get enough with a pilot.
1: But that's the thing about show swap. You you have to give the other person a show or an episode of that show that has the redeeming qualities of, of making that person hooked or make it like the show. Just going off one episode, it has to it has to be grounded in and giving the show a shot and I think just that it's you right you right there off the bat. It's and the
0: same with comics that I do with shows. I always give a show three episodes before I'm like, I'm not going to DVR this anymore, or I'm not going to go put this on my pull list anymore. You know, I do that with comics, I do that with TV shows. I mean, you can't really do that with a movie. It's like one and done, you walk out of there like Lucy, and you're just like, man, I wasted all my money on that. But, yeah, yeah I you t- know, I, totally I think shows there, are a little so. more different. So yeah, maybe we should give it a, like a three-episode rule, unless there's just like well, we, one specific episode you want to watch. We
1: won't won't break that rule, but we also won't won't have a, a unanimous decision on this. Like I'm I'm not gonna base the whole series based on that one episode. But yeah. for me, like giving it a chance and and actually talking about what that that first episode did, it didn't hook me. It didn't grab yeah. me. Uh, it, it it made. Me, I mean, it's it's one of those shows basically that doesn't grab you like that. I mean it's yeah not... I think
0: that it I think that it improved and grabbed me over time as you start to learn more about these characters and the complex they talk more about the complexity of time travel and why certain things happen what do they do in certain events you know if the time machine breaks or something like that. so it does get better. I think that you know giving it a few more episodes is something you need to consider, if you'd like to. I understand the pilot wasn't the best, because it even left me a little hesitant, but I think that as a show, it's kind of picked up definitely from where it started. They've definitely listened to viewers and fans about what they want for, you know, this uh, post. It,
1: well, it's it's sad for me, because the first episode of the, the TV series Time Cop hooked me more than than Timeless has. The first episode of, of Legends of Tomorrow hooked me more than Timeless. Like even Arrow hooked me more than Timeless. So hopefully right. after, after I give it a cup co- I mean there's fourteen episodes out so far, so I mean I can I can definitely up. join it and give it another chance. I seen where the where the love invested in it was and I did actually enjoy like watching the first bit of it and and the effects was good. I was like, damn It
0: honestly has really good effects. Like it makes You know, Agents of SHIELD look bad, you know? Agents of Shield So I'm actually really surprised.
1: But (laughs) So your challenge for for this week was to watch Justice League action. Now have you watched a trailer for it? Have you seen it? I watched
0: a trailer for it and it does look really good and interesting. I just didn't get around to streaming an episode. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting hooked accidentally on sliders, so that was uh, that was really good. I uh, I watched the first episode of Sliders just so I could get the reference of why we're calling it What If You Were a Slider in our next segment. But it was one of those things where I watched the first episode and I'm just like, holy crap, I want to watch more. Yeah, so because then, I, then I'm like sitting there and I'm like 16 episodes in and I'm just like, I should probably watch Justice League action, but man, this is so good. <laughs> See, I, I,
1: can't, I can't blame you whatsoever for that because... Sliders is a, is a show that even after that first episode, it hooks you. And why does it hook you? Because right at the end, they're all sitting around a table and they're like, gosh, we're so glad that we got back. And, you know, the next thing you don't know... Don't
0: spoil it. Don't spoil it.
1: You, you, have to, you have to hook them on this. Like, you have to just, like, it's it, it's been out for years. So there, here's a spoiler alert for you. So right after that first episode, his dead father walks in the door and it cuts to credits. And you're like, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. so you're like I have to watch the next episode and the next episode and the next episode and yeah it does hook you man but I will say this seasons 1 through 3 may be on Hulu but seasons 4 and 5 aren't which isn't a big deal it honestly it doesn't, it won't bother you in the slightest because when season 4 starts out there's no Jerry O'Connell nor is his brother on the show so already you're already aggravated and I won't spoil anything, but by season four, Professor Arturo's gone, and I'm not gonna tell you how that happens or anything, but it happens, and it has a very interesting theory once you get to that episode, we're gonna go back to that and actually actually talk about that before our next slider segment because yeah we' we'll, we'll keep this up for a little while until everybody gets caught up on the, on the show but that I think Fair that enough. I think that brings us into our next segment. what if you were a uh... what if you were a slider yeah. Well, still got some got some things to work on here because the show is not we're tweaking quite,
0: things. We're it's tweaking. the reboot.
1: Yep, it's the reboot. It's
0: the, just needs some little system updates. So,
1: so before before I kick it in here, what what will be the next week's show swap? Because that that's an interesting question.
0: Uh I've been watching a show called Deadbeat, which is also on Hulu and it's a Hulu original. Yeah, and it is funny. And it is about this guy, it's kind of a spoof on a Ghost Whisperer, but it's about, like, this fat, lazy slob in New York City who can see ghosts, and, you know, he helps them finish their very unorthodox um, final requests. You know, like, one guy's final request was he never got to eat, finish and win this hot dog eating contest before he died, you know, and that's his final wish, and if he doesn't get that, he's going to, rehab it upon the hospital he died it, in or isn't something that the like
1: same that? guy that was in that show reaper that was on the cw that was supernatural and stuff and, like, is it the same guy because i know i know that the show you're talking about i never like watched that show it's got danny devito's daughter in it right yes yes she plays like a ghost yeah i've seen that Gonna have to come up with another show swap so while you're thinking about your show swap i've got a show swap for you if you haven't seen it already Definitely want to check out the new Tom Hardy uh, Taboo show because that show, I still have no idea what's going on, but there's only going to be eight episodes, and it's on the FX Network. And I'm telling you, this is one of the coolest, uh, I don't know, it's the coolest time period pieces that I've ever seen. It's basically uh, the Trade Commission and stuff, and I don't even know how to explain the show, but Tom Hardy is so good on that show, man. Like, it's probably probably one of my top favorite shows of this year.
0: You you had me at Tom Hardy, so.
1: Yeah, and he's so good in it, dude. Like, he is so good in it. So, so what do you got for me for, for next week?
0: Have you watched the OA yet? No. It's on Netflix. What is the it's OA Netflix about? Netflix original. Uh, without spoilers, this girl who went missing 14 years ago uh, shows up mysteriously in a hospital room And she's been missing all these years, and she's telling her story of how she ended up back in, you know, escaped or got out of where she was for 14 years. But the weird thing is, she was blind when she went missing. She can see now that she's been found. That sounds
1: weird already.
0: it's It's a Netflix original, and let me say, Netflix has been killing it with these originals. So I think that, you know, give it a chance. It, it's really good. It leaves you with so many questions at the end of every episode.
1: Speaking of so many questions. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds? All right, so imagine there are multiple versions of Earth, um, one where... Uh, the Nazis won World War II, one we, where Kennedy was We have a Versace.
0: unique opportunity to study alternate universes in depth. Ryan, give me the damn divide.
1: All right, Morty, here we are. Oh my god, Rick! It's fine. Everything is fine. There's an infinite number of realities, Morty. What if you could travel to parallel worlds? So sliders is something that we do every week. It's it's basically a question that we ask each other. It's it's basically like what if you were a slider and you slid into an alternate world where something was different, something was alternated, something was better, something was worse. So what what is this week's question, Justin? Because what if you were well, as as well as as everybody else put it puts it, Justin also told me that it's also just like Rick and Morty. So not only if you were a slider. But what if you portal jumped with Rick and Morty? So I guess we'll go that way. Or now I've even added the uh, the experience of what if you could vibrate yourself into an alternate dimension just like the Flash or something. Alright, so... All right, so <laughs> what's this week's?
0: What if Marvel had all of their properties owned still for the cinematic universe? Fox doesn't have X-Men, Marvel does. You know, Universal doesn't have Hulk, Marvel does. Sony never had Spider-Man. Marvel always has.
1: See, that's that's interesting because cause I want to say a part of me thinks that they would mess it all up, but another part of me just thinks that if it would have been at a certain time period, I guess it depends on whether whether they always had the rights back or they just got them back after like one of those failed X-Men movies, like right after Wolverine Origins if, if Marvel would have got the rights back. I think it would have been good, but it also would have been bad. We could, we would. So let's
0: let. So let's um, let's say that today. Let's start out, you know, just so we have relevance of what's been going on lately with you know the Marvel and stuff with Fox and all that. Let's just say today we walked into a universe where today on this day Marvel got all the rights back.
1: Now that is that is a perfect question because I was about to say if it was before or after that period, then we would have never got a Deadpool movie. You know for a We never movie. would have got Deadpool. We never would have
0: got... We never would have got... You that know, The uh, Spider-Man movie. movies. Five, yeah, five, either six, of the Fantastic Four movies.
1: And, and speaking of that, I think... If, if this was the period where they got the rights back, like right here, right now, I would still feel bad because of those, those missed opportunities. Because if Marvel had the rights back at the time that... That they were doing the Fantastic Four, then I think Josh Trank would have been given the rights to do what he wanted to do. He would have got to bring the Fantastic Four uh, basically into the world that he wanted to. Now, do now, you think that
0: they would have? Do you ahead. think they would have gone with the script like Fantastic though? I don't think they would have given it to him. I,
1: well, if you think about it, Disney owns the rights to Star Wars, and uh, Josh Trank was supposed to do a. Um, Basically a bounty hunter Star Wars movie, so he was supposed to basically do a Boba Fett movie, and then after he did Fantastic Four, Disney just decided to pull it, so it doesn't make me not think for a second that Josh Trank would have been actually given a Fantastic Four movie with a similar script probably, maybe maybe ten times better costumes only because there would be a bigger budget. We would have got the Fantastic Car, which was in the original script. We would have probably got an actual Galactus instead of a storm cloud from the previous Fantastic Four movies. So, I mean, I, I think it would have been better. So, for me, I would think it would have been great if Marvel got the rights back right right after maybe Deadpool. Maybe, maybe right around that time.
0: If I, they had got it before that, we would have never got the Deadpool we got. No. Marvel would never... I, you know what, honestly, though, I don't think if they got the right back today and Deadpool 2 was coming out, they would totally PG-13 it. Uh-huh. They wouldn't let it go rated R. Same with the Wolverine.
1: Yeah, I, I can't think of it.
0: They would have took this and they would have looked at this and said, yeah, we're going to have to tone it down to PG-13 if you want this movie to go through.
1: Now, see, I think what's funny about that is, is in a way, Deadpool... Not only like does it right, but they also kind of spoof Marvel. Because at the end battle with that Helicarrier scene, it's just kind of like it takes place in the Marvel universe, but not. You know, what I'm saying like an alternate timeline or alternate. It was time just, time. just
0: enough difference where Mar- where Marvel where uh yeah, I guess Disney wouldn't suit... <laughs> Disney wouldn't see. That's
1: pretty funny. Like, if Disney was doing it right, what they would do is make a deal with Fox and actually include Deadpool just every now and then. It doesn't have to be R-rated cameos, just maybe a walk-on role or just just randomly looking into the camera or something. But, I mean...
0: Honestly, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I mean, honestly, yeah, like you said, it would have been better, but I also think they would have handled X-Men so much better than than what Fox has been doing for the years. Man, we would have got
0: the original Wolverine suit, I bet.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just like, I don't know what it is with these big studios, but they have never liked superhero costumes. And that even dates back to the Punisher. Like, how hard would it have been to put a damn skull on Dolph Lundgren's chest? Because he had basically the whole Punisher look down. The whole movement, the story was great. But no skull on the shirt. And then you get the X-Men, dude. And, like, I remember the most exciting moment I ever had was watching a Pizza Hut commercial and them showing, like, a... Kind of like Wolverine's claw, and him in like a like kind of a costume. So that had me excited that X Men was coming out, and then X Men comes out and they put him in, in leather bondage suits. Like it's like, is this some kind of dominatrix type X Men? Is this an X Men world? I mean, and it's sad because they got the perfect casting down. Because nobody could have ever said that we wouldn't. Have, uh, I mean, had a better Professor X because I'm telling you. That was the even Ian
0: McKellen as Magneto too was perfect
1: now the casting for me I, I didn't really like who they cast for, for Wolverine at all like I didn't like Hugh Jackman at the time I mean he's redeemed himself but if you go back and watch that first X-Men movie he's tiny he's a shrunk up little little man dude I mean, he beefed up for the role eventually but oh, man I, I don't know though yeah. James Marsters though like he was awesome dude like I loved him as Cyclops they just didn't give him enough screen time And then X-Men 2 kind of was hinting and getting closer to to giving us something better because Nightcrawler was was really awesome. I really liked Nightcrawler. I didn't like the tattoos that they put on his face, but overall the story and the plot seemed really cool. It's just, what what does it do with the costumes? How do you think Marvel would handle the X-Men as far as if they got the rights back today?
0: I think that it would have been something closer to what we saw in um, X-Men First Class with the yellow suits, the classic stuff. But, um, you know, they probably would have given Wolverine maybe the original suit, or maybe, like, even just a scene with, like, I bet that this is how it would have done. They would have made another Hulk movie, or, like, shown the Hulk somewhere, uh, in the woods, you know, after Age of Ultron, and then it just shows him in the woods, and then you see, you know, Wolverine jumping on top of him, and it ends, you know, with this awesome fight and him running away, and, um and then it just cat it just closes as you see these claws like sh- back into his suit like that's just how I would have loved to have seen it i mean I- i've always said how hard is it to give him you know the yellow or the brown suit even you know with the hood
1: yeah and it, I'm, uh, and i'm so i'm so confused on why we still don't have a submariner because if you're going to if you're going to try to do a superhero movie you need your fish character
0: i think you know? universal you need- owns them i i don't quote me on that but Marvel doesn't own them right now. I don't see how I don't
1: I don't see how they could lose I mean, I know they were going bankrupt in the early nineties, but how can you lose so many character rights to your characters? Like how do you just start selling your characters left and right? DC is obviously Well, it's not even that
0: they just sold the characters, they sold the cinematic rights. They just said, you know, that you know, someone Fox came to them or Sony came to them and said, Hey, we want to make a Spider Man movie can we buy the cinematic rights for you? Okay, hey, we want to make a Hulk, Universal said, we want to make a Hulk movie. Can we buy it? And they're like, yes, take these properties, go ahead. They weren't thinking, you know, they weren't thinking that in 12, yeah, I didn't even think when I was little that we would ever get the cinematic universe that we do now. No one could have thought this, you know, that no. we'd have built up like a 12, what are we in, like 12, 13 movies now of a cinematic universe? Too many, no one not would, enough. Yeah no, one would have, <laughs> not yeah, no one would have thought that. You know what, I I think that the biggest thing that I would want from them owning all their properties, just Infinity War ending with the Watcher showing up. And then then, then you could have brought in Fantastic Four for Phase 4 you know, or 5 or what whatever they, they'll be in and what stuff they like should that. Do,
1: what they should do is make, I mean, they need to make Stan Lee the Watcher to kind of sum up the entire universe of how and why Stan Fox Lee Sam's is Watcher. making all these
0: these cameos. Fantastic Four property. That, Fantastic Four property. That sucks. And you know, and you know, here's the thing. I thought, I thought for sure, Fox would have blinked when they saw how much money Sony made from sharing Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, you know, even but, sharing but the property We, we don't, we don't actually know how much they made from that. So I mean, the deal might not even be as much as we think, because Marvel does do stuff on kind of the cheap side.
0: War was the highest-grossing box office last year. So I mean, even if they made you know five ten percent of what that was they made money and i mean probably as much as they made with you know um amazing spider-man one and two which didn't make avengers money you know hey, and I they were great movies don't get me wrong garfield was a great spider-man but they didn't make avengers not money <laughs> the
1: no, not the second i tried my best to enjoy the second one again the other day and i was like I mean you've done everything See, different from what you did in the first one. You took away the cool new suit. I love that suit. You took away like
0: mm-hmm. you added
1: too many villains and you took away like the heart of the characters and
0: I mean we were gonna get a Sinister Six movie out of this. I wasn't I'm about to we be did. mad at that.
1: I was mad about that. Well, I'm glad Sony
0: didn't do that, but and I hope that if Homecoming goes well, that maybe they'd reconsider oh, doing a uh, Sinister Six oh, movie. I mean they already you've already got
1: Marvel, Marvel ain't, ain't silly either. I think whoever they would get if, if they did get the rights back in Marvel, they would be Wolverine or Cyclops or Jean Grey it, or Rogue or all of them or the damn it for a long time, man. Like, it's not just for a little bit, but they would have to sign a, a Marvel contract that was basically like a lifetime or something.
0: If they got the, um, the rights back, I think what we'd see is they'd go ahead with Infinity War, and then... It would end with Infinidor with the Watchers showing up and then maybe Galactus or something mentioned. And then phase four would include a Fantastic Four movie and maybe in Find the X-Men or something like that. And that way they could get off of their high horse of trying to shove the inhumans down our throats. Like you you won't you don't like the X-Men. You will love the Inhumans. You know,
1: so
0: <laughs> I, hate the I think that you know, and the thing about the Inhumans is, I mean, if you do the royal family, that would be okay. But I don't think you know shoving this whole Inhumans in in the place, you know, these are your uh, your generic brand mutants. You know, let's just all hey, let's all but, just settle for hey, that. But hey,
1: at least at least you are giving us another X Men cartoon. I'm, I'm excited but worried at the same time, man, because that that last few Marvel. Cartoons really suck. Like, that that new Avengers show, uh, Hulk Agents... They try to make it
0: too much like the movies. And it's the same thing with their comics. Yeah. They try to make their comics like the movies. They've shut out a lot of fans from X-Men and Fantastic Four. I mean, when's the last time you've gone into a store like Walmart and been able to buy an X-Men action figure or a Fantastic Four action figure? It's been
1: a while. Now, they do, it's have, been the, a long while they do have the Marvel Legends series. Because they're just trying... Which,
0: yeah, they do, but they're trying to you know make you you know you're going to love what we have and and ignore that box property yeah you know and i think that that's their you know it's it's petty because you know you're alienating a large majority of your fans who you know in the 90s the x men were top dog marvel was top dog because of you know what was going on with the x men with the fantastic four and all that and then you just alienate a whole fan base because you suddenly don't have all the rights to your movies, and you wanna, you know, they canceled Wolverine and the X Men.
1: They was canceled, you know, ever. They exactly. They just couldn't find I mean, a home for it, though, man. Like Nickelodeon was not a place for an X Men cartoon. Although it's Viacom, and they kind of suck, anyways. But still, Nickelodeon was not a place for that. I would ever expect to see a Wolverine cartoon. But it's no, also but not I mean, a place that I ever expected to see 400 Ninja Turtles series going on there, and that works out pretty well. And Power Rangers yeah. on Nickelodeon—that's odd too.
0: But hey, yeah, well, Disney used to own them, but then I think Nickelodeon picked it up.
1: They—they they sold the rights back to Saban, which is actually good. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Dino Thunder was probably the best, best Power Ranger. But we won't go there. I love Dino <laughs> Thunder. So, but we, I mean, we that's
0: another discussion. Yeah, that's that an is another discussion. So, so, uh, but
1: fi- final question though. Who would you think that they would cast in in these roles? Like, just pick some X Men that you like, or Fantastic Four, or whoever. Who do you I, think they would cast? If I if
0: someone had to replace Wolverine, I would probably choose Tom Hardy. That's just me. I I just think that he'd be pretty cool. I don't
1: know if that, um, I don't know if
0: that would work too well because I don't know he's got the he's the gruff you know the big build that he could do it I I don't know I don't know that's the thing that's just the first name that came to mind when I think of who's gonna replace Wolverine because I don't think anyone could um, the guy that they have playing I forget his name every time the guy they currently have playing um, Professor Xavier I really hope that they would bring him in again for their movies because he's really good.
1: Oh, uh, James Avery? Is that his name? I don't. Yeah, know. I think so. But He's yeah, in Split, too. Yeah, he, but, he um, would be great, but I, I don't know. I want to see... I don't know if I want to see a teen-based X-Men or an adult-based X-Men. That is why I'm so split I, on, on figuring it out. Because, you know, I what,
0: think that, you know, having them, like, you know, vary in age, you know, you could make Scott and Gene older and establish them already as the leaders of this group and have the rest of the team be younger and kids, because that's how I've always, you know, when I interacted with the um, X-Men, you know, have Beast be the adult that he is. And Scott and Gene are, like, you know, 18, 19 years old. You know, you could make them 20 in their 20s, too. And the rest of the team a lot younger. You could do that and pull it off just fine. Uh, you know what I was actually really hoping was, you know, when they were saying that Peter Dinklage was rumored for a uh, part in the Marvel Universe, I was like really hoping, you know. I was like, Bordek. you know, he's. Bordek? I was thinking actually him as the voice of a Watcher. He would be a great Watcher or a Galactus even.
1: Dude, I just I just hope that this this in- Infinity War or whatever they're gonna do gives us a black suit Spider-Man. Combine it in and just. Just randomly that's where he got the suit so and you just take place in the next movie and you don't have to explain where the suit came from or anything. You just jump right into Venom, dude. Just jump right into meeting Eddie Brock and introduce him in a second movie and like half the movie he's in a black suit. How cool would that be? I think we gotta
0: see, I think we gotta see how Homecoming does before we speculate anything with Venom and Carnage I've, showing I've,
1: I, up. Hands down I got 100% faith in Marvel and I love the Spider-Man I costume. So I love this.
0: Tom Holland has been great. And dude, I mean,
1: they're mixing it in with the Ultimate Spider-Man, so we're getting that that camaraderie and that friendship that he's got a best yeah. buddy like like Ultimate Spider-Man, and that was my favorite yeah. part of Ultimate Spider-Man and Miles' saga. But we don't have to worry about about that messing too much stuff up because we're also getting an animated Spider-Man featuring Miles coming to theaters. So, I mean, we're gonna get the best of both worlds. So we're not gonna we're not gonna get enough Spider-Man for me, so I say give us four or five movies every year, and we're good to go, but probably won't <laughs> do that. But man, I'm there's... really excited for Homecoming this year. Dude, I am so excited for Homecoming. It's this year. I thought it was next year. Is It, this no, year? It's,
0: it is this year. It is this year. What? Yeah, it's like June 2nd or something. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm so... Oh, wait, June
0: is, uh, June is Wonder Woman. Never mind. I'm so um, totally
1: excited for that.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Juan, Juan
1: left us a comment, and he said it's Mick Avery. Yeah. Me, me, yeah. You
0: ever notice that X-Men cartoons always get cancelled before they introduce Deadpool? I mean, or Spider-Man had yeah. Deadpool in it. The new cartoon did, but...
1: Just a brief cameo. Deadpool's...
0: Yeah, he's a great cameo character at best.
1: Hey, but, but Hulk vs. Had, had a funny Deadpool. I really liked, liked that Deadpool in Hulk vs. I watched yeah, it the too. other day just because I was like, why can't we get more Marvel movies like this? Like, when... Like, if... Why don't they just... Drop as much money on Fox as they want, get the rights back, or partner up or share them, and give us a new Wolverine and have him take on the Hulk, man. Hulk versus Wolverine, the movie, boom, billions of dollars right there. You know everybody would see that because it's just the Hulk. Versus
0: if Hulk. any direction you go with Deadpool in the future, if it doesn't have Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, you know, at least until he's you know way too old to play Deadpool. I will be extremely disappointed because, you know, he is a hardcore Deadpool fanboy, and that's the best part about it. To be a Deadpool, to be Deadpool, you already got to be the fanboy for it. It just makes it that much better.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no way around that.
0: It's the same why I love Henry Cavill as Superman. He's a huge Superman nerd. Loved him since he was a kid, and he took that with him. So, you know, you can tell when a character, when a person loves the character that they are.
1: Oh, no doubt. But, man, I, if you think about it, we've got a lot of great, great comic book movies coming up. Is Justice League coming out this year? November. Uh-huh. What? You so really
0: all, need to get your schedule.
1: Dude, I, I, I will watch them. I will get excited for them. But to be honest with you, I try my best to avoid as much news on these movies and these shows as, as humanly possible. I used to not be like that. I used to be like, show me every behind-the-scenes clip, Show me everything you could tell me, and like it's it's like something hit me right around Star Wars. I was like, I don't want to know anything about these movies, because if I if I have an expectation, if I get my hopes up, I can be either let down or disappointed to the point where I just want to give up on them. And I don't want to know any anything about them, man. It's like the more I just hope
0: that the trailers coming up with like Justice League and some of these other ones don't do what. Batman vs Superman did, and give us the main, you know, doomsday, I just really wish, um, that they hadn't, you know, in retrospect, I mean, I love that movie, I just think that, you know, saving that for the movie would have been the ultimate, like, what?
1: Yeah, but, they should have done that, like, there should have been no reason whatsoever to have shown Doomsday in the trailer. Like, he, he wasn't there for that long. So instantly, you're you're speculating and thinking about the death of Superman. You're like, this is stupid, man. Why are they going to do all this in one big, huge movie? It makes sense, but it also makes you want to have more. Like, they left out so much of, of what you love, but they added so much in the extended version that that should have been the movie they released. And that's why I don't want to get my hopes up. Because when i seen that trailer... I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what I was expecting. And I was totally excited about it, but then I was also like, I really, really hate this Goomba-looking bastard. (laughs) But anyway, speaking of trailers, I I guess it's on to our next segment, which is Judas Contract time, so here we go with some trailer talk. Trailer talk! That's right. Trailer talk. This week, we are diving into the Judas Contract. Um, sooner or later, we're going to run out of trailers to watch, but it's not looking—it's not looking like it's getting that way yet. But uh,
0: you'd always turn to video game trailers.
1: So, so tell <laughs> us, tell us, Justin. You've—you've you've got the graphic novel, so you could probably remember the Judas Contract than I did six years ago when I was actually reading. it. So, what is essentially the Judas tra- Contract supposed to be about? Spoilers, and I'll go ahead and spill it.
0: Uh it involves his kids. Uh it's been a while since I've read it too. I should have reread it before before this, but my friend has borrowed it for me uh from me. Uh it's about his kids. Uh you know, there's uh one of his sons, you know, has this ability to steal powers by looking at them and um he's just gone off the deep end. Uh Kind of, and uh, it involves Deathstroke and the Teen Titans. It's been so long since I've read this, dude. Don't make me do this. The
1: the lineup is so much different, though. uh, It is.
0: It's the original Teen Titans. I
1: think you've got Jericho. Is Jericho in it? Do you remember him? Is that his name?
0: Yes, Jericho was the son who could steal the powers. Yeah, there was Jericho. That's the one who was going off the deep end.
1: So, there was Jericho, there was uh, Raven, there was Cyborg, there was Nightwing. Nightwing. Who actually started? He, uh, the interesting part about the Judas Contract it was it starts out as Robin becoming Nightwing, so you get to see the birth of Nightwing basically just by reading the yeah. Judas Contract. Starfire, uh, yep, yeah, Starfire,
0: and um, then Wonder, Woman, Wonder Ter- Girl. Or?
1: Yeah, Wonder Girl was in it, and then Terra was basically the whole time you're reading it, you're seeing this love grow between her and Beast Boy that turns out to be some kind of false. You can actually see some of this in the whole Teen Titans uh, cartoon. It's kind of similar. They they do a sort of a Judas contract, but without the Jericho and without the... It's more of a sleigh mad at Raven thing. But it, it the Terra saga is, is definitely reinterpreted so many times. And this is the biggest, most important storyline in basically comic book history. Like, it, sh, it should have been done in a way that it, it not only kept with the same vein as uh, Batman Year One, but also the Dark Knight... Uh, uh, Returns one and two. Um, it should have been done like uh, what was, uh, there was that Superman. Mo- a bunch of those Superman movies were directly off the pages of the graphic novels. So what exactly they're trying to do this this thing this time around is just, is just, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I guess I guess let's let's me and you diagnose this trailer together and uh, actually dig into it because. It's something you, you kind of have to see before you understand it, I guess. Brothers and sisters, this is the true house of faith, and I am the one true God, So I'm, I'm concerned that, I don't
0: know. They said they're going with Hive, I guess?
1: So it's not Brother Blood?
0: Well, it is Brother Blood, but... He's leading this group, the that, blood that, cult that, that he has.
1: And this looks like Jericho, so, I mean, like, I'm okay with that, That is Jericho, I think. Yeah. They're
0: probably using his power, which is to steal. Yeah, that's what we looks see, like. when he opens his eyes, he can steal powers.
1: So, I guess, I mean, it seems like it's a Judas contract. It's leading up to it. And then it starts to turn into this. You see Damien, you're already pissed off. You see the, the yeah. Blue Beetle, you're already pissed off.
0: Yeah, Dick Grayson's there, and that's about all.
1: So, and then you've got Terra, and it just doesn't even doesn't seem to fit. There's no sign. They got the new
0: 52 Nightwing suit, which I, I never liked that suit. It's okay. I don't. I I never liked the red Nightwing suit.
1: You're not the only one. I've seen a lot of people complain about that. But this does not seem like. The Judas contract that I've waited for 50 no, years. No, because there's no. His
0: daughter Rose was a pretty integral part of the Judas contract as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, Deathstroke's daughter.
1: Why Blue Beetle, man? Why, why did you. I, I just. I, I can't wrap my head around it, man. Only when i That's just corny and stupid, and I, I don't like it. And, and the sad part is, they'll take my money. They will get they will get my money for this movie because
0: we will watch it solely uh, so we can complain.
1: I it, it it just doesn't seem right, man, because I have know seen, Have you seen
0: Dark Justice League Dark yet?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who has they took my money, man. I'm telling you. It, it's very confusing for me for this because you're you're combining the new 52 element in with in with the old 80s and it just does uh, it, it's a clash that kind of makes me nauseous and uncomfortable to watch because it's like you're ripping these, this story and rebuilding it up like the only way that it can work for me is if if it's a timepiece story and all that stuff that we've seen takes place like after the the whole movie or something like it was they're telling the story of the original Judas Contract Contractor Cyborg and everything but that's not the case here.
0: I really liked the old Judas tra- the, the um Judas Contract. And it seems like kind of what they're doing with Batman versus Robin where you combine two different arcs with two different villains and make them the main villain of this totally unrelated arc. And, you know, Deathstroke was a pretty... It's pretty much the... Deathstroke and, um... And his son are pretty much the only two his, constants I mean his daughter, Yeah, Well, his daughter isn't even in there.
1: Right? And she should be in there. Like... I just don't get it. It seems like Teen Titans, the original cartoon, handles the character of Terra a lot better than, than this seems to be handled. I uh, mean, Ron we haven't...
0: just commented, uh, I got a great idea for the next Slider segment. What if the Teen Titans cartoon never got canceled? Boom. There's a good one.
1: We wouldn't have had Teen Titans go. But, I don't know, I think it was...
0: No, there's no but. That's all you gotta say. We wouldn't have had Teen Titans go.
1: We might talk about that next week. But we need Maybe. to we need to kind of figure out like we can't really judge it on the trailer because generally even the ones that I, I didn't think I would enjoy like uh, Batman or Batman versus Robin I didn't think I'd enjoy that or or the other one and I mean I enjoy these films and I will drop my money on them to, to watch them but this one seems to piss me off the most and that's yeah
0: like the Teen Titans versus the Justice League was great because it introduced the Teen Titans. And I guess that's the reason that Blue Beetles there is because they're going off of the original ones, you know, the the original one from the last series that they're, you know, they're creating this like continuum, and they're establishing Deathstroke as their main villain, like they always have. And then you know, Judas contract was a really big event for the Teen Titans did versus Deathstroke. You, did you notice, in, did you notice
1: in, in Teen Titans they never called him Deathstroke?
0: Yeah, they called him Slade. Because you know you can't really have a kids show with a guy who's named Deathstroke. It, uh, it just doesn't sell for children's TV.
1: Yeah, I, I guess you're right there, but they still handled it better, even though they changed characters the up and stuff. I mean, I they, loved
0: the portrayal of him.
1: They didn't M Night portrayal. Shyamalan it, where, where it's like uh, we are gonna call him Ong instead of Hang and all that stupid stuff on it. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, we're not talking about that. I'm where, glad M Night Shyamalan is out of the. The uh, cartoon for business. next
1: for next week's. What if we were a slider porter jumping with Rick and Morty? We might have to actually talk about if Ben Night like Shaman got to do two and three of Avatar like he originally planned, but not right now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> that's a different story. All right, that's a good one though. Uh, keep that in the thing.
1: I'm, I'm keep I'm keeping that in the pipeline there. See what we So writing. yeah,
0: Judas contract trailer didn't wow either of us but we're not going to make our judgments cuz they're going to get our money anyways like no, they always and,
1: and we're not really doing this this podcast video cast live stream feed to criticize and and belittle these companies or talk bad about them cuz there's not nothing really to talk bad about getting a freaking new movie like i'm hoping that this leads up to, to what we finally get as a nightwing movie cuz we need a a robin Turns into Nightwing movie, and I mean, maybe the new Fifty Two has a different way of covering that, because we we have to get that one scene with Dick Grayson and, and Batman going, "I'm the goddamn Batman." You remember that? Because that's that's the line that needs to be in an animated feature, man. It needs to be like, "So what gives you the right, Batman?" That's you, Justin. Why? What gives you the I'm right? The gosh darn Batman! Yep, that's right. Goddamn Batman. Well, I think that, that broke our PG rating because I said it, what, three times? <laughs> you just said it three no, times. No more PG-13 for you. Well,
0: well, it is PG-13. Yeah. You can say GD all you want nowadays. They even say it on TV. Burr, burr, burr. You just can't say the F-bomb except once.
1: So, I'm, I'm hoping that this leads, leads up to something more. I don't know what DC animated features are coming out later on, but... All right, we're getting a Judas contract finally. It's not the one that I wanted, and, it's and Ron to-
0: Perlman's the voice of Deathstroke, so well,
1: you can't go wrong with that. No, but I don't know. Maybe hold, maybe, our
0: breath. Maybe
1: hold your breath. Maybe we'll get a Rebirth movie um, once the re- Rebirth series ends, because that would be awesome.
0: The buttons coming up soon in April, and I cannot wait for that arc.
1: It's it's definitely coming up, dude. Like it won't be long. But no. I, I still don't know what's going on in Rebirth. I'm just enjoying it. That's, that's all I can say. You need man. to
0: catch up, dude. You need to catch up so fast. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm so caught up on the Batman stuff going on right now that, that it's ridiculous. Like, I'm loving how they're... Like, they retold a Catwoman and Batman love story. Oh, my God, that love was story, dude.
0: It was amazing. It was a- amazing. Did it not make you get chills at times? hmm Like, it just gave me chills. The artwork was beautiful. The whole... And- The whole story was great. And the
1: whole six, seven issues that they had before established it as her being the villain, and then it totally does a 180 on you in the story. Oh, yeah. Where she's not the bad person whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I was was like, yes, she, she like, they they basically brought her back into light because, I don't know, there was just something about their love story. And even telling, like, just in, in six panels, man, they were able to tell all the classic Batman and uh, Catwoman stories all the way back to. When
0: I love was the artwork. The, the artwork yeah. was beautiful. Where it was like back in the '40s style art. It was great.
1: Yeah, it was definitely good. Hey, the comic book jerk show it. was talking about comic books for once. I remember somebody leaving a comic book or a comment saying, "Hey, you guys have a comic book jerk show. and You don't talk about comic books. It's my show. I'll do whatever the hell I damn well please. <laughs> Ain't that right, Justin?"
0: Yes. Yes. It's your show. It's, I mean, you're right there. You're right yep, there.
1: Yeah, right there, right there. And I got a bunch of our yep. names. But it's also become uh, uh, Justin Gad's show, too, because he's got his, his name down here in the bottom left corner. I'm, so. I'm a co-host. So that's, a, that's, 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 all that's, I got. that's permanent right there. That I mean, that's <laughs> permanent co-host. Hey, we might be pushing through. Oh,
0: no. But, you mean I'm in this for life?
1: Hey, it's just, I'm telling you, for the comic book jerk show, it's just like signing a contract with Marvel. You got Brian Rosenthal over there who signed on, and uh, he does cameo appearances so he doesn't have to do full movies. So he's just kind of like part of the comic book jerk show cinematic universe, you know what I'm saying? Hey.
0: God, when are we going to get our own movie, Brian?
1: Yeah, Brian. Probably as soon as we get the budget for it, which, <laughs> I'm not writing You can write the script. I'm, I'm out.
0: I'll just executive uh, no, produce. I might. will let the I'll let the professionals do. I might not even play.
1: star as the comic book jerk. I might. I might hire him M&M or something to come in there. And we'll see. be like um,
0: we'll be like uh, Kevin Feige in the the uh, Ninja Turtles movie where he just shows up as a garbage man in the back.
1: Oh wow, I don't
0: even remember. <laughs> that. Yeah, it was in the in the first movie. He uh, showed up as one of the. It was in the first movie when there's this big fight scene at night, and there's these two garbage men, and like one of them walks around the corner and sees them. And then he runs away. That was Kevin Feige.
1: Wow, I did not know that. Tell you yeah, What, I'm, he, tell you what he, I'm gonna do is go they, watch they asked out of the if both of them
0: wanted to cameo. Yeah, what? one of they asked if both of the creators wanted to, um, you know, co, you know, cameo. But um, the other guy refused. I like, just totally blanked on his name. But Kevin was like, "I'm all, I'm all down for it."
1: Dude, I I'm not
0: kinda- saying Kevin Feige. No, I- it's not Kevin
1: Feige. It's Kevin Feige. Whatever. It's Kevin Feige.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's not even him. He's, a, he's not the creator of Ninja Turtles, no, and I just nah. need to shut the hell up. Yeah,
1: you need, I need to shut, shut the hell up. You need to shut up. Yeah. Just shut, I apologize. Just, just shut your mouth.
0: It's late.
1: <laughs> but, man, I'll, you got me thinking Ninja Turtles, and I'm i am worried we're never going to get a Ninja Turtles 3 because I enjoyed Out of the Shadows. I'll just say it right now. I enjoyed it. Give us a long-haired Steven that's and Bill as Casey Jones this time. That's <laughs> his Kevin, uh, you, you had you had to you had to look it up, didn't you? Mm-mm-mm. Yes, I did. We I we need a we need a villain character on here called the Googler, and dress him up with nothing but G's all over him and stuff, and whatever rainbow colors Google has this week. Just have his costume dressed up like the Riddler, but no copyright infringement or anything. Just a parody. Don't, don't sue this. <laughs> so I guess this comes to the end of our evening. So. This is the part of the wrap up show, which I usually would have a title card for, but I don't this week, so.
0: We'll work on that. Uh, any special shout outs? Uh, final thoughts?
1: Final thoughts. Next week, I'll be, I guess, I'll be watching that OA show that you told me to watch. The OA on Netflix. And then what was the show that I told you that you have to watch?
0: The Justice League action.
1: Damn, you got out of it. The- Oh, taboo will be be your next project, since yeah. since Justice League action is only ten minute episodes, you could probably mm. easily get away with watching that whole series in an hour. Or
0: so. All right, three three episodes at least, right?
1: It's, no, no, you don't have to do the three episodes thing. Just just tell me if the first episodes hook you or doesn't hook you. That's part of the show swap. You have I think that, you, that I think that part your first the episode,
0: the, the first episode of the O A. Leaves you with way too many questions. Oh, yeah, and
1: if, if next week it leads me into watching way more episodes, then that's just part of the show swap, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so boom, yeah. just throw it in there. Uh,
0: final shout-out, I'm going to uh, shout-out to Richmond Collectibles, etc. It's on Big Hill Avenue. And if you want any collectibles, comics, you can put up a poll list there. Classic NES, GameCube, PlayStation games, all that, all the works. Um, It's a great store. Stop in and say hi. Nice.
1: Do they have a uh, Lexington branch too? Is there two? Yes,
0: they do. Nice. They do. uh, There's one in Lexington. The one in Richmond is also. uh, It's affiliated with the same guys.
1: I'll will plug that one. So yeah, collectibles, etc. In Lexington, Kentucky, go there if you're ever in that area. Cause where he's talking about, it's like on the other end of the universe, and through the mountains and the trees and the hills, and there's no there's no way of getting out of there. That's the guy
0: from Winchester.
1: You're you're just trapped. You you you're on a different Says the ruins. guy
0: from Winchester.
1: Mm-mm, I'm not from Winchester, <laughs> but I guess I'll plug. Uh, here we go. The Comic Book Jerk Show, you can check it out on YouTube.com backslash Comic Book Jerk, Facebook.com backslash Comic Book Jerk. We do have a Twitch page, which is YouTube.com backslash The Comic Book Jerk. Um, We do have a Twitter, which is also Comic Book Jerk. So check all those out, like all those, share them all with your friends. Make sure you share them because we need more subscribers and more likes and more people to actually watch. If you have a recommendation
0: for sliders, you know, some questions or what if kind of things... Please post it on our Facebook page, uh, the Comic Book Jerk Show.
1: Yeah, post it, and, post it uh, right, right down there too. That that also works because there's usually yep, like comic a. Comic Book Jerk. Yeah, and make sure yeah. every every video you get, you give it this little heart button right here. There's a little heart button there. You just hit that button, and a heart pops up on the screen. It looks magical. Lots you know of it. love. Then it also makes other people want to hit that heart button. So boom, hitting that heart button. Boom, hitting that heart button. Boom. So, I don't know. Uh, so what else what else we have for next week or coming up? Any Anything cool or new coming up next
0: week? Uh, no, not unless Injustice decides to uh, release a new trailer. For Honor comes out next Tuesday, so I'll be picking that up. So if you're single on Valentine's Day and you're wondering, woe is me, what am I ever going to do? Go to the person that will always be there for you, maybe, video game.
1: Maybe we need to create... Uh, Maybe we need to create a Twitch stream of For Honor because I have still not played it. It would be awesome to watch Oh,
0: my God. It's so great.
1: You Twitch stream it, and I'll rebroadcast it on the comic book jerk show as you're Twitch streaming it. How about that? We could do it. I don't know. That that might be coming up. That might be
0: too technical for me.
1: Follow us on Twitter. uh, Hit Facebook up, and let us know if you want to see that happen or just share everything that we put up here to everybody. So, That they all know, basically. So, we're actually, we're actually got three minutes left on the show. So, what do we got to say? What do we got left, Justin? You're
0: Uh, probably trying to time to kick that disclaimer.
1: Is it time to kick that disclaimer? All right, time to kick that disclaimer, everybody. (laughs)
0: The following broadcast should follow the provisions of 106106 a the fair use of copyrighted work, including those such as by reconduction, copies, and phenotypes by any means specified. The section of the purpose, such as criticism, comments, news report, and teaching, including multiple copies for classroom use, scholarships, or research, and not the infringement of copyright! Yes! You did ah! it! I, I think at this point I've memorized the first half of it at least. I, so I've been able to uh, blast through.
1: That was pretty damn incredible. Like
0: yeah. So it's you know.
1: If only I had your reaction recorded for that, that would probably end the segment every day. Oh yeah, next week is uh, it's well actually this weekend it's Lego's Batman movie.
0: Uh, I'm not seeing it until next week probably. No,
1: you're gonna go with me this weekend. I am paying for it. I'm paying for it and I'm taking uh, you out to eat. I'm movie time. Oh, man. Lining
0: and Dining. That's
1: right.
0: Have a good day, everyone.
1: Yep. Batman Lego Movie next week.
0: Uh, Seacrest out. Shut up. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the Bride and Groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)